It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are the markets doing today? Oh, markets are a little all over the place. They've been more volatile over the last week. Um, you know, some indices are showing um, uh, to be positive and, uh, and the Dow is negative at the time uh, as we speak. But uh, it is earnings week and so people are very excited about that. But just to talk a little bit about last week um, with President Biden uh, intending to raise taxes on capital gains for Americans earning more than $1 million. Uh, that definitely created some volatility uh, over the you know past week, I would say. And again, this is what uh, Canadians are also fearful of, but we didn't see any of that uh, in the recent budget. So, so that's good news. But of course, that can be brought on at any time. Um, and when you hear news like that, it doesn't mean that it changes you know the world right away and the stock market. Uh, but it is something to watch. I mean, history is shown not to abandon your investment plans because the tax code uh, may change. For, for some people. So just keep that in mind if you do hear that kind of news. Uh, and we keep on seeing strong economic data uh, in manufacturing and services. Uh, and that's why you're seeing industrials, financials, and materials continue to hit new highs. And, and really, the market is still hovering close to record highs. We, we can't expect every day to be up or every week. So, so we have to be prepared for some volatility. And, and like I said, I mean, the, the, the theme, the thesis is still the same. I mean, we at this point, uh, vaccines are still being rolled out and, uh, and yeah. things will hopefully open up towards the end of the year. But as you pointed out, though, there is a lot going on this week. There is a lot going on yeah. this week. You know, I mean, uh, we're looking at a Fed uh, interest rate decision later this morning. Uh, again, we're not expecting them to change rates at this time. Uh, President Biden is uh, introducing details on his one8 trillion dollar spending plan and tax plan this evening. Uh, of course, we're going to be seeing Canadian GDP uh, and, uh, and some good news out there. Canadian retail sales jumped 5% in February, uh, led by areas such as clothing and retail as consumers are becoming a little bit more confident, uh, which is, you know, you ask yourself the question, how are people feeling confident when we're in more of a lockdown than we, we really have been in, in some time? And I think people see light at the end of the tunnel, regardless. I mean, we do see that the percentage of people vaccinated, at least here in BC, is moving higher. So that is good news. But of course, uh, you look at places like India, uh, and that's very, very concerning globally, not just for that country. Right. But it sounds like markets are still fairly optimistic, even if the people at the lower level, like who are buying into the markets, aren't as optimistic. Well, that's the thing. I mean, when you're when you're in a bull market, people, the, you know, there's a, still a lot of negative news out there, uh, and you, you never ignore that negative news. You want to look at it. You want to react when you have to react. Um, but again, when you come out of a recession uh, as deep and as quick as that one was, uh, you know, usually there's uh, good times on the other side. So, so just keep that in mind. But uh, you know, markets have moved higher quite a bit over the past few months. So again, keep that in mind, pick your sectors. And if you look at earnings season right now, I mean, it's off to a great start. Profits are growing over 30%. 
uh, from the first quarter of last year. Uh, again, coming from a very low place if you go to first quarter of last year. Um, you know, but we're looking at double, double digit growth right now. And there's financial leaders like BlackRock and Goldman Sachs. Uh, they're benefiting from strong markets, um, and increased trading. You have industrial shipping companies like United Parcel Service, UPS. Uh, they had a huge day yesterday on the markets up over 10%. So again, you want to be in the right stocks, right sectors. And you as a, an investor may not know where that is, but your yeah. financial advisor or the team needs to be on top of what's going on today. As I've said many times before, the world changes. You got to change with it. So that includes which sectors you're in uh, and that you have exposure to at this time. And then always have a plan B in case things uh, don't go as planned. Right, Simi? Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you, some of those double digit kind of growth areas that you've seen in certain sectors, are those the sectors that have been, uh, I guess, more successful during the pandemic? Yes, that's what we're seeing. But we're also seeing, um, you know, when we're getting future forecasts or, you know, how they're, um, you know, providing some guidance on on what they see going forward for some of those sectors that have been more beaten up, like airlines and so on. We're still getting a little bit more positivity from them as well. So so overall, um, you know, the last few earnings uh, quarters have been better than the previous one. You know what I mean? So things are generally getting better. Uh, you know, if you turn on the news, sometimes it's not that way. But if you look at the underlying numbers, uh, things are improving, uh, especially in the US. And, uh, you know, we hold a lot of US stocks for clients as well as Canadian. Uh, but again, you got to pick your sectors and pick your companies and uh, and be in those ones that are, are leading out of this pandemic. And also in some sectors that are part of that reopening theme. Right. Uh, let's talk about uh, diversity in portfolios. This is something that I know you discuss a lot, but it's so important. What do you say to people who have like just mutual funds? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a, <laughs> there, there, there's a lot better strategies you can have than just owning 100% of mutual funds. And I still find it shocking, you know, when we get calls and people have larger portfolios that still have 100% of mutual funds. I mean, mutual funds to me were created for investors, you know, under 100,000 or, you know, under 200,000 that can't really diversify uh, in individual equities. And I think it's um, unfortunately common for people to think that invest in individual stocks is more risky than mutual funds. And that's not the case if you're diversified, um, you know, in a various portfolio in, in various portfolios, I should say, and you have exposure to different sectors. Um, the problem with uh, that I see with a lot of mutual funds, and they're not all created equal, but a lot of them are on uh, kind of on this wavelength here. They lack transparency, right? You can't see what you're holding. You have no idea if you own Tesla or, or what you what you own in there uh, and how volatile your holdings may be, or if you own oil stocks, unless you do more research. And so that's a, a bit of an issue. There are portfolios out there now where you can actually log on every day and see what you're holding and what's being bought and sold in your portfolio. It just makes more sense to me, uh, especially those who have larger portfolios. A big one, fees. Management fees of mutual funds are typically higher than other portfolios out there. And some can range even from like 2 to 3% even. And so the situation also with mutual funds is, is that you can't expense that fee for tax purposes as you can in portfolios such as separately managed accounts. So right away, uh, you could be paying double in a mutual fund portfolio. Uh, and then also the lack of risk management. Many mutual funds, they can't raise cash if you know the stock market is declining. And, and this is one of the biggest problems I have with them. 
And and the issue is, is that a lot of them in their mandate can only raise about 10% cash. Well, sometimes you need to have more cash on hand uh, or, or bonds even. And like in the Greek credit crisis, uh, we have portfolios up to, you know, 50% plus in cash and bonds or even in the pandemic, right? So again, it's just important to have that flexibility to be able to move, um, you know, quickly in case markets are reacting. And so that's what I, I don't see in mutual funds. So we tend not to use a lot of them. There are some good fund managers out there. So don't dismiss all of them. But when I see a client that has 100% uh, you know, exposure to just mutual funds, I think they could be over diversified. I mean, some people come to us, they have 15 or 20 different mutual funds. I Oof. mean, you can have, you can have over a thousand yeah. stocks in there. I mean, you are the market then you should just buy an exchange traded fund and pay, you know, uh, 10% <laughs> of the cost then. So, so again, it's important to talk to your advisor if you're seeing that or talk to another advisor. Um, you know, like I said, there are some funds that you can't, some fund managers, you can't, uh, get any other way. And so then you have to invest that way. But otherwise, having a, you know, a portfolio and in individual equities, uh, to me is is a better way to go. All right, great advice, as always. Thank you for that, Lori. Thanks so much to me. Have a great week. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team. Their number is 604-695- L-O-R-I. You can also visit their website at pinkowski.ca.